Okay, so here we are, Layinka Sumeya, our first episode of Honesty Talk. Wow, it's happening. So let's kind of rewind. When we got together and we decided to do this, and we were thinking about a name, you know, we went through various different names and then we settled on Honesty Talk. Why Honesty Talk? And what does honesty talk mean to you now as we start this first episode? I think for me, it's just about being real. And tea, because, you know, tea's life (laughs) for you. (laughs) Tea's life. Um, But just to be real, honest, and to bring to the table matters that are meaningful to start conversations and to open up a platform where we can just be real. Because we're so used to, you know, masking, yeah. to pretending, hiding, mm. you know, that this is, inshallah, a platform to be honest around tea and talk. Mm. Yeah, I felt, I felt the same. I think that in the things that we watch and see whenever we see Muslim women, it's really formal and kind of uh, reserved. And I thought about the conversations that you have with people when you meet in private and how much depth there is. And oftentimes we would say things like, oh, we should have recorded this. I wish we could share this level of depth with people and kind of, you know, these conversations need to be had. So that's what this is. It's an opportunity to do that. Do you think that we as Muslim women are reserved in a private setting as well, though? Mm. Um, Or is it just when we're in the public realm that we're more reserved? Because I think that... See, without a doubt, you know, there is a lack of um, conversation by Muslim women that's real within the public realm. Yeah. Okay. But I also find that when sisters get together in a private setting, are they completely real? Are they vulnerable? Are they open? Are they honest? I wouldn't say that it's private versus public. And, and I think that even within the private setting, we we feel that we have to have this certain front, this certain persona, mm-hmm. um, a way of being. Yeah. Well, what is that? Where where is that coming judgment. from? Judgment. Judgment by the others. Yeah, judgment. But also, I guess it it has to be a, a reflection of how we feel about ourselves. Mm. You know, we feel a certain way about ourselves. We don't want other people to see us like that. Mm. Up goes the mask. Right. I'm going to pretend to be this super confident, super comfortable, super whatever. Mm. And you often see, actually, those people who are the loudest and they have got some serious insecurities because they, have, they, they feel like they need to kind of mask it, yeah. you know, with this being, this way of being that they hope will be more appeasing to other people. So, yeah, I, I don't think... And I see online as well, not just, like, public thing, but, you know, like, if you're in Facebook groups or whatever, yeah. 
even the struggle there yeah. to be real. And I've been in non-Muslim spaces and they're like, wide open. And you know, in Muslim spaces on Facebook, they're still like, I wonder if that's because we feel under pressure. Mm-hmm. To you do know, what though? Well, to be this ideal Muslimer. We have to, to represent, to, to be this ideal Muslimer. And I wonder actually where that comes from, you know? I think, you know, when I think about it, I think, and this is something that we, first of all, you know, for me personally, when I think about public versus private, when you were saying in private, also people put on a front, but I thought it's like, but who are you surrounded by in private that you still have to put on the front? For me, I'm so selective about the people that I'm with. So the people who I spend time with privately are the people who I can be myself with. Mm -hmm. So that's the distinction. The public is the public. I I, I have a role. Mm -hmm. But in private, I am just myself. So like, it depends. If you're in a space where you feel safe, then you can totally open up. And on the thing of judgment, like... um, the idea that if I'm gonna if if I'm gonna be speaking to you and sharing my thoughts, I have to know that I'm not gonna be attacked. I'm not gonna have to. There's not gonna be a negative pushback. Is are the people who are listening me to me ready to hear what I have to say, or am I gonna rub them the wrong way and bring up stuff and you know get a lot of flack because my being honest is getting under their skin. Mm. So are people receptive? Are they ready to even hear that? I think we've moved. I think Muslim women have moved um, and we've uh, definitely progressed in that. But there are some topics that I feel that still, still, you know, we're not ready. We're not ready to discuss them openly and honestly. Um, And like you said, the, 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 the fear of being judged, the fear of being noticed as in, you know, okay, so this is actually what's going on mm-hmm. within you. This is what you actually think. Um, we have this fear of others. Um, and it kind of begs the question, well, uh, then are we, are we kind of living and interacting for people mm-hmm. or are we kind of owning our own story and being comfortable with sharing that with others. And I feel a lot of sisters, um, you know, even, even in a social setting where it's comfortable and it's relaxed, they're very conscious of how other sisters are going to perceive them, yeah. you know? And it goes back to, you know, what I just said. They feel that they have to be this religious, pious Muslim woman who doesn't sin who doesn't make mistakes and who thinks along certain lines but then even that definition of pious muslim woman that's the 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 meaning surrounding that strips off so many things you can't laugh you can't do this you can't have fun you can't so they strip all of those things but then and then you see the dilemma where sisters have lost themselves Mm. they have got to the point where they've masked themselves so much that they'll look in the mirror and they don't even know who they are yeah yeah and that's on the rise yeah that is on the rise and in this desire to find themselves again Mm. they strip away from a religion yeah they take it off it was the problem in the first place like one extreme to the other right where that's not you know that's not necessarily even the case that thing about wanting to be real wanting to be ourselves does that then mean that it's incompatible with being a Muslim woman yeah does it mean that in being vulnerable being honest and open but then if you think about it really 
what you were saying um, earlier when you were saying only people fear themselves being seen, but often they're hiding from their own selves. Yeah, yeah. They're still hiding they from themselves. They you know, they, 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 don't, they haven't owned their truth, yes. who they are, what they like, what they don't like, etc., etc. And that's a massive, massive and huge dilemma. Yeah, absolutely. And I think, I think thinking about that, I think a lot of Muslim women, um, when they start practicing or when they, you know, they embrace Islam, their focus is so fixated upon becoming mm. this ideal believer mm-hmm. that they ignore the fact that they need to grow as a human being, yeah. you know, with their own personal likes, their own personal dislikes, um, you know, kind of enjoying the process of, of developing as a person. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, when, you know, they kind of have an awakening that I don't know who I am, they look in the mirror and say, who am I? What has happened to my life? I think it's because we, we somehow, and I'm not sure how this has happened, somehow we've separated the two journeys. Mm, yeah. Being a Muslim woman is one, being a person is another, mm, yeah. when actually we need to merge the two. Yeah. Yeah. And, and, and then, person. yeah, and then when that happens, when we merge the two and we, we grow as a Muslim woman, as an individual Muslim woman, then we won't have to come to the point where we have to choose. And that's what's happening with many sisters. Because they decided to just focus on their growth as a Muslim woman, you know, when they do have this awakening, they look and they say, oh my gosh, who am I? What's happened to my life? They feel that they have to completely disregard that. Off comes the hijab and they go the opposite way. It doesn't need to be a choice of the two. And I think, um, you know, I guess this discussion and honesty talk is about us being open and real and honest with our own journeys. Yeah. And, and I think for me, mm. when we do that, that's when we grow in our relationship with Allah Azawajal. That's when we grow as a believer. When we separate the two, there's conflict there. Yeah. Do you know the beauty of this particular gathering is that each one of us have gone on our own individual yeah. journeys and we're still journeying. Yes. And that just brings me so much joy because we have seen each other flourish. We have seen the paths we've, we've seen our highs, we've seen the lows and we've embraced it all. And I think that's what many sisters struggle to do to embrace all the aspects of that growth, because Mm -hmm. it's not always going to be pretty. It's not always going to be comfortable. It's not always going to be like, Rah rah yeah yeah woo. It's yeah. it's not going to be appreciated as well, and sometimes right. it's not appreciated by those closest to them. Yeah, yeah. they haven't reached right. that level of being integrated mm-hmm. themselves, so yeah. it really they push oh, back. The, yeah, you get yeah. the pushback. They push yeah. back, especially and you're punished when, for it. Yeah. Especially when there's yeah. kind of like a, a possible loss of some sort in terms of relationships or closeness you know someone is growing and i'm still here yeah they're left behind oh my god she's going without me you're now too arrogant you think you're too nice you're Mm. like wait hold on yeah i'm just i'm just moving yeah yeah Yeah. yes i think i think also the fear of of like others you know whether that's family husbands friends sisters that somehow by them um owning their own story and, and being true to themselves, that that will distance them from Islam. Mm. When I, I don't see that. I don't know about you guys, but I, I see 
I only see taking that approach enhancing your faith, yeah. you know. But there is there is a real heavy fear, yeah. you know, from others that if you know if you kind of step outside of your shell, you know, um, if you are yourself and and you you kind of step away from this. Um, yeah, <laughs> that somehow you're 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 moving away from from your dean. You'll get lost out there in the wild, wild world. Right. You know, don't right. go, don't go out there. Yeah. But different from that perceived ideal image, you're moving away from that. So that means you're moving to, oh, like you're moving away from Islam. You're moving towards something dangerous. And just like you also mentioned, they've seen it a lot of times where there is a real conflict in people mm. and that when they find themselves they leave their faith so it's almost like this is the path if you head in that direction that's what's going to happen to you mm. it's it's like it's automatically connected and also what we were saying about the social pressure um to feel the need to put on like a front or a facade and hide is that you also see that the community is still at the level where they rejoice in people's pain and gossip and this is still where we're at so if i show weakness i'm just making myself fodder they're going to eat me alive so the the it's a self-protection you know you know i feel that there is um that there's a need like you know the the types of posts that i've been posting on facebook where i've been really kind of honest with struggles that I've been through and where I'm at and you know just just kind of like my 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 thought patterns and I've had many sisters come to me and say subhanallah I really related to that that resonated with me um and it's almost like they're saying keep going because I, I want to get there too I need this I want I want to I want to worship Allah as me I want to live as a Muslim but as me with your own journey, with your own journey, um, and it's not that it's ended, it's still going for all of us, but in, in our journeys towards being our true selves, keeping it real, being honest and vulnerable with who we are, what would you say have been the challenges? Deep sigh. Yeah. <laughs> I think that just like you said, when we haven't processed something for ourselves, it's hard to go outward with it. So I, I do that. I have to go inside and, and fix and tidy up and then I can talk about it and share and discuss. So if it's something that I'm still in the thick of, I'm not ready to open it up to public uh, anything. Participation, scrutiny, feedback, nothing. I need to figure it out first. And so I think that part of being in the middle of the storm, you have to get out of it first and then you can reflect and all of that. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. Because, because when you're in the middle of the storm, it's just about survival. survival yeah. Yeah. It's just about survival. We were talking about that on the train this morning. Yeah, like survival mode. Some, you, you, get to, you get hit some places in your life and you're just like, I just need to get to the other side. Yeah. Everything Alive. else can... <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. Yeah. You know, many sisters are at that stage mm -hmm. where they are just about surviving. Mm -hmm. And that's okay because that's the stage that you're at. Mm -hmm. um, I think... Uh, and sometimes even after passing that stage when the storm has settled, they just need to catch their breath. Yeah. And that's all right too. You know, I think it's, you know, it's about being comfortable with where you're at. Where you're at. Yeah. And that's very much keeping it real, yeah. you know, and, 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 allowing, and allowing time for the stage that you're at. Because you know what, if you've just been through a storm, right, and it's just settled, 
just enjoy the view. Enjoy. <laughs> I like that. <laughs> right? You know? Enjoy the view. Yeah. Just, just to stay with the fact that it's settled and it's calm now. You know, we don't need to now start thinking about, you know, what's next. And I think, um, I, I don't know about you, but I sometimes feel that, uh, and again, I don't know if, if, if we're doing this to ourselves or if it's as a result of other people, but we'll just let that siren, <laughs> the, the, the police, yeah. You know, I don't know if we're doing it to ourselves or it's other people, um, but are we, are we kind of rushing through our stages? And, 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 if we, and if we are rushing through our stages, why? Are we making other sisters feel that, you know, Halas, once the test is over, you need to get on with your life, mm. you know? Um, or if they are kind of, uh, we, we called it transitioning, right? But if they are journeying towards being true to themselves, are we saying, you know, hurry up and just become already? Mm get the outcome i think also because like just like you said as a community we're becoming more aware and we're getting into self-help and development and so i think there's also it's kind of cool to be aware so people are also using (laughs) the idea of sharing as it's it shows that i'm like advanced and so they like sharing sometimes because it's it's like it's another front that I'm so, you know, developed, I'm so mature and emotionally tuned in. And, but the need to say I'm the finished product also is pushing the, just like you said, it's not giving room. And we're, we're never a finished product. Yeah, to say and that I've matured, I've finished, yeah. I did it. That's yeah. the, and that's the myth. That's the, the myth is that there's the finish line, mm. but there is no real finish line because there's always going to be work to be done and Allah will always send something our way absolutely yeah just to show you what you think you're done okay (laughs) there you go that's right right. (laughs) and you know and 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 those and, and you know when we're sent you know those tests and those struggles and difficulties subhanallah it is definitely to learn something deeply profound about ourselves it's definitely a means of growth um you know and that's why you should enjoy it enjoy yeah. the journey rather than so because because how then can you come out with the lessons if you don't take your t- your time to go through the journey yeah. if you're trying to like okay okay i just want to get to the finish line you don't even, you miss out on the gems mm. you know but if you're not a feeler it's so hard and like not i'm not a feel i like to do i want to rush and be finished <laughs> and sign it stamp get a visa and fly like i want to be gone i want to be finished so telling me i have to sit and I have to be, and I have to like let this thing pass in its own time. That is, uh, that's painful. Mm. What's painful about the being made to face the emotion mm. and process mm. it and let it wash through? Is 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 it? I'm being trained to do that. Mm. So, what so do that's you the skill. Do I want to do things. I want to make moves. I don't want to dwell. I don't languish. Like these are the rules. I don't do that stuff. <laughs> I don't. I don't do dying. Like I'm not doing that. Um, so to say that I have to go through that and know that the growth comes through weathering the storm Mm -hmm. so this is the lesson and as you go you think you're getting closer to being finished and something else comes and you get a little more Mm -hmm. (laughs) what would you say um, what would what would your advice be to sisters who are kind of going through their own journey and you know they want to be true to themselves they want to worship Allah as their their true selves what would you what would you advise them what would you say is like your 
best gem to offer them as they no pressure <laughs> <laughs> your best gem I think I think really going back to your purpose that is key because you your purpose here is greater than who you are mm. you know and when we get in touch with our purpose we will find Allah right Sumaya hmm <laughs> that it's okay like we were saying to be where you're at mm. and that struggling doesn't make you any less of a believer or a good person um, you don't need to attach judgment to the phase that you're in Allah knows he still sees you, he still hears mm. you it's still good mm. <laughs> I think for me I think it's stripping everyone and everything away and just realizing that this journey is about you and your Lord and when you have that approach and that perception it can only just be real right so that's episode one done nice talk no tea though <laughs> it was too good taco's too good